It's been 196 days since Brianna Taylor was murdered and her killers will remain free. This is Surviving America. I'm your host, Kristen Fulton. And I say this every week because it's true. I'm so delighted to have you listening today. Thank you so much for stopping by, for listening, for choosing to follow Surviving America, especially in these wild times. Listen, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to head over to Instagram, follow Surviving America podcast. Make sure you're following us because you'll get information, you'll get reminders, you'll get... Um, you know, all of the updates and such, but please be sure to follow us on or follow me on Instagram. Uh, Also, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave a review. Reviews are incredibly helpful and I appreciate you so much for listening and I um, would love to be able to share this podcast with many more folks. And so if you leave a review, um, it will help in the future. Listen, let's jump on into a huge hot topic. Um, I said I was going to talk about this. If you were following Surviving America on Instagram, then you saw my little reminder to listen, catch up, and listen for today's episode. But I said I would talk about this because it is the thing right now. It's the hottest topic, at least for, um, for the culture, for Black Lives Matter, for America, really. Um, and it's Brianna Taylor. You know, I don't know that I can say anything that hasn't already been said. I don't know that I can convey any new feelings or emotions that haven't already been conveyed. I have not been watching the news, the media coverage. I've been very limited in my engagement and conversations about this because I am in this space of if I if I continue down this road right now, it's not going to be good for me mentally. My mental health is on the line. Once, you know, I've reset and gotten to a good place, um, I'll be able to participate in these conversations a little bit more. But this platform is specifically for about in celebration and honor and in mourning of black lives. And so... To not talk about Breonna Taylor kind of seems almost like sacrilege, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. But let's let's just process, I guess. I'm not shocked by any of what happened. This is the continued story of black people in America since we've been here since we were brought here against our will. And there's not much that surprises me about racism, institutional racism, individual racism these days. This black woman was murdered in her home in her home by the people who are supposed to protect her 
And whatever this justice system is, it's saying that it's okay that they did this. And I cannot reconcile that because, I mean, for obvious reasons. But I think also because this is a black woman and because I'm a black woman and I understand what it means for us to be at the very bottom of everything. And this happening and it being just another day for so many people. I hope folks were able to call in black yesterday and today, this morning. <laughs> I hope y'all were able to have time to really process and deal with this. And black women, I love you. I love you so much. And I know that doesn't mean a lot coming from another black woman. You know what? Let me not say that. It does mean a lot coming from another black woman. But I know that it would mean so much more coming from the rest of this, this world, of America, of this world. Brianna Taylor, I will continue to speak your name. I will continue to fight for justice so that no other black woman loses her life by just... I don't know, living, being asleep in her home, in her bed, in the middle of the night. I'm also in deep, deep pain because even though I've not been following all of this coverage because it's just it's too much for me right now i've i've been exposed to some things and i have willfully read some things and the number <clears throat> excuse me the number of black men who will not stand up for black women is mind-blowing it's heartbreaking. It's painful. Because black women have carried black men since the beginning of time. And there are a couple of professional athletes who made some horrifying comments about this verdict, this result, saying that it's not, it's not as, equating it in, I mean, really saying it's not as bad, not with those exact words, but basically saying it's not as bad as what happened to George Floyd. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing as what happened to Ahmaud Arbery. And I'm like, no, it's, it's worse because she was in her place of safety, of comfort. She wasn't in public. She wasn't out and about. There was no cause. No, no cause. And that brings me to another point, just really quickly. This system is working the way it is designed. 
and we have got to figure out how to get rid of the system and build something new because from the top to the bottom the judge who signed this no-knock warrant based on what information what evidence the evidence whatever the evidence is was we now know that it was false lies so from the top down from the bottom up this system failed and continues to fail black people continues to fail black women and not enough people care not enough people care because if they cared if enough people cared the system would not exist in its current form not enough people care and i don't really know what to say what to do to get people to understand today i'm feeling a little jaded and i don't have any inspiration or motivation of like we're going to do this usually for me it's through my artistry i'm like we're going to tell this story we're going to create this project i'm going to envision this i'm going to write it i'm going to figure out how to do the damn thing right now i want to leave america and go and start my own country where bullshit like this doesn't happen and if it did happen there would be consequences thank you to everyone who continues to fight for black lives whether you're black or white or hispanic or asian thank you because on some level i think you have to understand that once we solve these problems for black people they get solved for other people too if you're following survive in america podcast on instagram feel free to drop a line, drop a DM, send a voice note. I'll play it on the next episode as we continue to process this and figure out how do we how do we survive? I honestly don't know how we survive right now. I don't. And like I said, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, but that doesn't make it hurt any less. So I'm going to try and move on to our church announcements because I need some joy and I'm certain that you do too. something a little different 
for the announcements today. I was reminiscing on what it meant to grow up in a Baptist church, a black Baptist church. And I thought our announcements were pretty entertaining, pretty eventful. Sometimes they took up a long time, a good 20 minutes, sometimes more depending on who was making the announcement. And I thought, I'd like for our church announcements to be just as entertaining. And so I'm going to try my best to conjure up the spirits and souls of those lovely missionaries and church ladies and ushers and deacons that have come before me and before you as we move into the church announcements. Now, remember y'all, next Wednesday, September the 30th, is the census deadline. Now, that means you only have about five more days to complete that It'll be a little form that you can find on 2020census.gov. Yes. Now, if I reckon they ain't asking you about your citizenship, they just want to know who demographically is living in this neighborhood. Because that's how they figure to allocate the resources. And so I'm asking y'all, begging and pleading, really, Please complete your census by September the 30th, please. And if, if, you, if you're real good, you're completed by September the 29th and not have to worry about September the 30th. You can go on about your business. Complete your census today. And as another reminder, on November the 3rd, it is our national election. Now, I know that many folks don't believe their vote counts. They don't believe their voice is heard. But I tell you one thing, if you don't vote, that will certainly be heard. Your voice will definitely speak loudly and clearly. So remember, register and vote. You can head on over to vote.org. You can go on over to ballotreddit.org and find out who's running locally in your neighborhood and what they stand for. Because maybe they don't stand for what you stand for and they've been in office a long time. Or maybe they do stand for what you stand for, but you ain't seen no results and it's time for them to be on their way. So remember, November the 3rd, is election day. We are voting for president all the way down to senators and congress people and council people, aldermen and women and such, superintendents, DAs. We are voting up a storm on November the 3rd. Thank you. And of course, brother brother Barack Obama, uh, you know, the, the one with the ears, um, yes, yes, uh, he has a book coming out on November the 17th. And I implore all of y'all um, to support Brother Obama by purchasing a book if you can. Now, I know we's in pandemic times and some folks have lost their, their, their jobs and income. But those of y'all who can afford to get you a pre-sale, 
those of y'all who can afford to get your physical copy or if you have your Kindle or your Audible, you can do that too. But uh, I implore y'all, let's support uh, Brother Obama and uh, purchase his book. It's called A Promise Land. And that comes out on November the 17th. All right. Uh, finally, coronavirus, y'all, is actually still around. I know it's hard to believe with the number of folks not wearing their masks and the number of gatherings between and betwixt people and the number of folks who ain't social distancing at these restaurants, even though they supposedly outdoor dining. It ain't working because the numbers continue to rise. Numbers continue to rise and they ain't plateauing. They ain't going down. And we's about to hit them colder months. And so, you know, coronavirus, Rona, as the youngins say, is real. So go on and wear your mask and keep your physical distance while you socially connect to people. You know, because you don't need to be spreading it. We can control this if we if we just put our mind to it. We have the discipline. We have the self-discipline. Don't let anybody tell you you can't control coronavirus. You can control coronavirus. This virus ain't here to get you or me. This virus has met a worthy opponent, a formidable opponent. So make sure you mask yourself up and uh, just because it's open, don't mean you have to go. All right, now, saints, thank you for listening to this week's church announcements. I'll be back next week with a few new announcements coming up in the October month. Thank you. All right, y'all, I am back. Regular Kristen is back. You know, if you're listening to this episode on the day it was released, then you might have thought to yourself, why did it come out so late? And the reason is that because I sat on this episode, because part two, now we are supposed to talk about the black well-being and continue our discussion on what it means to be physically, mentally, spiritually, financially well. But I think just for today, we end here. Because Brianna's story is more than enough to hold this episode, to hold a lifetime. And uh, I, I don't want to shift gears. I want us to really sit and remember and ruminate on how we're going to bring change so I thank you for listening please follow me on Instagram at survive in America podcast you'll get updates and a reminder every week to catch up on the previous episode just in case you forgot Proverbs 31 8 says speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves ensure justice for those being crushed Talk soon. Bye.